Blog Talk Radio. Hello, you're listening to the Clear Money Programs Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Kurse, Community Relations Coordinator at Denver Community Credit Union. Denver Community is a not-for-profit financial cooperative serving the people of Denver, Jefferson, Arapahoe, and Adams counties. Today I'm speaking with attorney Frank Danzo of the firm Cheyette & Danzo, LLC, about trusts, which are a popular estate planning tool. He has presented many classes on this topic at the Credit Union and is very experienced in this field. Hi, Frank. Hi, Sarah. How are you? Doing well, thank you. Thanks for joining us. Glad to be here. Glad to be here. Could you please tell our listeners a little about yourself and why you decided to practice law in the area of estate planning? Sure. Uh, I've had kind of a long road um, to get to where I am, but uh, it first started when I was about 10 years old, and my aunt, my mom's sister, was in a very serious head-on car accident and ended up in a coma for about 10 years. And so I spent uh, a lot of my teenage years going to visit her in a nursing home, and she ended up being in a coma for about 10 years and never woke up. So Mm. I had a firsthand experience uh, as a teenager with what it's like to have someone you've known um, go through that. And so that kind of set the tone for uh, wanting to help people in this area. Then I had the opportunity when I got out of law school to go into this area, and I tried almost every other area of the law, and it turned out I really enjoyed this area, and I enjoy uh, visiting with people and hearing their stories and learning about their family and helping them plan to avoid a lot of the mistakes and problems that we all face at some time or another And uh, so to me, it's very enjoyable because I'm not having to go fight like most other areas of the law. I do more planning, Mm -hmm. and I get to know people and be involved with them. That's great. Thank you for sharing. So what is the purpose of a trust exactly, and how does it function? Well, um, a lot of people think that trusts are um, new, and wills are the old way, and trusts are the new way, but actually trusts are the older of the two. Trusts have been around for about 2,000 years since the Romans, and uh, wills have only been around since about 1244 A.D. with the Statute of Wills in England. And because we follow the English system of law, uh, we have been using wills for the last 250 years in the United States, uh, and trusts were sort of forgotten. But they have been around, and over the last 50 years, they've become more and more popular. And the reason for that is, Uh, When you do a will-based plan, you are relying on the statutes and the courts because it is a supervised court administration process to deal with your estate and your assets. When you use a trust, you're actually using a private contract to try to do pretty much the same thing, but you are trusting someone to uh, handle those affairs without having to go to court. And so the concept of a trust is giving someone else, the trustee, the ability to manage things, and you give them the instructions of what you would like them to do, and then you trust them to carry out those wishes. Uh, So that is the basic concept of a trust. Uh, The reason they have become so popular in the United States and in Colorado over the last 50 years is because people keep looking around and saying, man, it's really uh, time-consuming and expensive, and it's a real hassle to go through the government and the courts and the system. And is there a better, more efficient way to do that? And so when we're talking about the issues of probate, guardianship, and conservatorship, which are all the different court processes to help take care of you and take care of your assets, uh, people get really 
uh, upset at those because they're very intrusive, they're very cumbersome, they're very time-consuming, uh, and they're very expensive. And uh, a trust is a great way to use that private contract to create a plan to say who's in charge and what do we do to take care of me and take care of my assets if I can't do it for myself for any reason, whether I'm incapacitated or I pass away. Right. So many people assume that a will is able to take care of all the basic inheritance matters and that trusts are only a tool used by the wealthy or those who have really significant amount of assets. How do trusts differ from wills? Well, wills are the traditional way that we've done here in the United States to deal with things when you pass away. And so your last will and testament is this is what I would like to see happen. This is who I would like to be in charge, my executor or in Colorado we call that personal representative, and this is who I would like to get my things when I'm gone. And that is the traditional way that came from England 800 years ago, and it is uh, supervised by the courts and administered by the courts. And so um, when you use a will, first of all, it only takes effect when you pass away, so it cannot help you while you're alive. And second of all, it must go through the court system if we're going to use it. The process of administering your will Uh, is probate. And that's what probate is. It's the process of making sure that your wishes are followed. Mm -hmm. And because we want to guarantee that, we send it through the court system to make sure your wishes are carried out. Uh, A trust is a little bit different. It is a private contract. And with that private contract, you are picking a trustee, which would be like your executor, and you are giving them the instructions on what you would like to see them do, the difference being you do not go to court to do everything. They, you are trusting them to do it privately and handle things without going to court. And so even though most people think trusts are only for the uber-wealthy and the Rockefellers and the Kennedys and multi-generational and millions and millions of dollars, they're actually a pretty good tool for the rest of us because they allow you to create that plan that says who's in charge and what do we do to take care of me and take care of my assets if I can't do it for myself. Right. So that would cover someone in the event that they become incapacitated, they're in a car accident or um, have a stroke or something like that, um, whereas a will, as you mentioned, would only set in if they are deceased. Correct. So the beauty of the trust is, and there's really, it's a really flexible tool. Um, first of all, you do not have to give up any control when you're creating your trust because mm-hmm. the most popular type of trust the revocable living trust allows you to actually keep control. Uh, You have the ability to revoke it, amend it, or change it whenever you want. You have the ability to put stuff in today, pull it out tomorrow. You can buy, sell, swap, change it whenever you want. And so you're not giving up any control. But if something goes wrong and you are unable to handle your affairs for any reason due to a stroke or an accident or Alzheimer's or anything like that, then the trust kicks in and you have a backup plan to say who's taking over and how are they going to take care of me and use my assets to take care of me. So it's a great tool for avoiding going to court for probate, guardianship, and conservatorship, as well as for providing for your beneficiaries um, when the time comes. Right, and you mentioned it can be amended and changed and updated as needed um, for the revocable living trusts, correct? 
Correct. So the beauty of that one is it allows you to change it whenever you need to. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it will be changes in the law. Sometimes it will be changes in your family. Sometimes it will be changes in your finances. And as we all know, life happens and we have to deal with what happens. And there will be changes as things go along. None of us can predict the future. None of us know exactly how things are going to go. And so allowing us, you know, on average, maybe every five to 10 years, you'll make some adjustments to the plan to tweak it to make sure that it's still doing what you want it to do. Great. So I know it, it really varies depending on how, um, how much goes into a trust, but what do trust, uh, trust typically cost to set up? Yeah, you know, the range, it really depends. Um, there are firms downtown that will charge seven to $10,000 to do stuff. Um, generally, I would say we are somewhere around half that range, probably more in the 1500 to $3,500 range. Mm-hmm. Um, you can try to go on someplace like LegalZoom or something and do one for probably around $1,000. Generally, I don't recommend that, um, but it is an option. And... Um, I would say in general, for most people, for the most popular type of trust, revocable living trust, you would probably be somewhere in the 1500 to $2,500 range. Um, it really depends on uh, if we're doing any tax planning, if we're doing any special needs planning for uh, children, uh, right. or if we're doing any other kind of asset protection planning, if that's involved in there as well. But for most people, it's in a pretty reasonable range when you mm-hmm. talk about the overall costs for estate planning and what it's going to take. Okay. And just to give some comparison, what does the probate process typically cost? Yeah, in Colorado, we have what's called simplified probate. So we actually have one of the kinder and gentler and cheaper systems Mm -hmm. that you'll find anywhere in the country. But uh, on average, it probably takes about 9 to 18 months, and it probably costs about eight to ten thousand dollars to go through a pretty garden variety probate okay. here in Colorado. And so to give you an idea, when I started twenty one years ago, it was about three thousand dollars to do that. Mm-hmm. So it's about tripled over the last twenty years and it will probably triple over the next twenty years again. So um it is, you know, not the end of the world, but it's also every ten thousand dollars adds up and for most people they'd much prefer to see that go to their family than go to the courts and the system. Sure. Thank you so much for your time and expertise. Could you please share your firm's contact information so that listeners can reach out if they have any questions? Absolutely. So I'm one of the partners at Chayette and Danzo, my partner Marco Chayette and myself, Frank Danzo. We are uh, located in Cherry Creek uh, as one of the premier uh, boutique elder law and estate planning firms here in Colorado. And our uh, website is www.coloradoelderlaw.com, all one word. And our main phone number is 303-355-8500. And my email, if you wanted to reach me directly, is frank at coloradoelderlaw.com. And we would be happy to help. Great. Thank you. And thanks, listeners, for tuning in. Our website is denvercommunity.coop slash education. There you can find upcoming wills and trust classes if you're in the Metro Denver area and want to get some more in-depth information. And you can also find other podcasts we've recorded with regards to estate planning with Frank. Follow us on Denver Community on Facebook and Twitter for personal finance tips and community news. Thanks for listening.